another week, another episode of Shit's Weird, bro. We back. We back. This episode brought to you by Lafroig single malt Scotch whiskey. Smoking, smoking. We're almost done with it, so you're only gonna hear about Lafroigs for maybe a little while. We'll another episode. Out what else we're gonna bring? Get another tagline out here. Yeah, we got. There's a whole bunch of whiskeys we want to try. We try. We try to try a new one every couple of episodes, but that de- that's dependent on if we take out the bottle or not. I fill you up, bro. Thank you, sir. Oh, that's a healthy pour. That Jesus. is a healthy pour because you know what we're about to pour into. We're talking about Yuri Gagarin and the first man in outer space. No, we're talking about oh. the first men in outer space. The first men. No, Yuri Gagarin was the first guy in outer space. Nope. But he was. That's nope. the thing. Nope. And there was one person, singular. Nope. There wasn't. So you're telling me there was somebody before Yuri Gagarin. Well, there's, there's multiple people fucking out there like... Are they just like frozen? Like Dr. Evil. In- Are they frozen, <laughs> just floating in space? Yeah. They're part of the space debris we got out They're just there. fucking out there. Okay, so... They're space debris all right, well, They belong to the outer space now. Let's just get into it. So what... But, you know what? We haven't done... The last two episodes, we haven't done it. What do the shitheads love, Chris? They love a timeline, but I don't even time. have one. Okay, then never mind. You got a timeline? No, I don't have a timeline. I thought you were going for a timeline. So, Apparently, we don't care about the shitheads. We don't care about the shitheads. You know? So, when did when did Yuri Gagarin go into space? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't have the official numbers. It here. was it was in. Uh, <laughs> Why are you asking questions you don't know the answer to, Kyle? God okay. damn it! Well, then go, go. Oh, fucking, no, you go because you have the information. I don't have that much information. I got enough. When did he go? Tell me. I don't have it either. That's why I asked you. Oh my god! <laughs> so we're talking fucking amateurs. You know, I'm the only one that gives a shit about the rules. <laughs> You know that's what that's what we get here. So I don't know what we pay that private investigator for if we can't even get dates. Well, I mean, I don't think he can go back in time, Chris. So pretty much, this is the lost cosmonauts theory. So where where does this come from? So, like, how? Allegedly, why is this a thing? Allegedly, which is a. Our favorite word A is for allegedly kids. It was in 1961, actually, when Gagarin went to space. Okay, so. so Soviet cosmonauts went to outer space before Yuri Gagarin, but their existence has never been public knowledge. Um, it's never been acknowledged by Soviet or Russian space authorities. Um, Why? Well, the Soviet Union attempted to launch two or more human space flights prior to Gagarin's, and at least two cosmonauts died in those attempts. Another yeah. cosmonaut, Vladimir Putin, Illusion, uh, Illusion, is believed to have landed off course and been held by the Chinese government. The government of the Soviet Union supposedly suppressed this information to prevent bad publicity during the height of the Cold War. That may, that makes a lot of sense. The U.S. and the Soviets are in the Cold War. They're trying to fight for weapon supremacy at that point. That's what the war was about. But we're also in the middle of the space race. 
And I mean, what better way to enforce your dominance than by being the first ones in outer space? Yeah. They're like, here you go. You can build a Death Star. You can do all kinds of things. But a laser they, on the freaking moon. Laser on the freaking moon here. But the thing, the thing is, is they still, if that's if that was the case, enforcing dominance, they still were dominant because Yuri Gagarin, even if he wasn't the first person in space, he was the first uh, official. Yeah, official, or well, I was thinking of something catalog. Acknowledged. Yeah, acknowledged Publicly person. Acknowledged person in, in space. space. So that was that was the Soviets. So. If that's what they were going for. And they had Sputnik, too. Mission, yeah, they had the first satellite uh, ever in orbit. Yeah. And it, if that was the thing, they they were already dominant in the... the Space U, race. The, yeah, the U.S. was just kind of trailing along, which actually they were. And that's why uh, Kennedy came out and had that speech and said, we're getting to the moon and things like that. And they made it happen because, they're, oh, well, they can go in outer space. Fuck that. We need to go bigger. So they... They're like yeah, they shot for the stars and landed on the moon. That's probably what happened. I think you kind of have to plan to go to the moon. You know what I mean? I, I don't mean, think that happened by accident. You know, it all happened in a studio anyway. So I mean, it's, it was all it's fake. Funny. Did we even do that yet? Is it, have we not done the? I don't think we've done this. The we've done moon landing a was lot fake. Of stuff about the moon. Though. Well, no, we did do no. the moon landing was faked, right? I don't know. Tell us. Tell us on shit's weird, bro. One shitheads. Pretty if sure we did it, that. I know we did the fucking moon, bro. That was our first, our first uh, episode. But that was yeah, about the we, moon we being did fake. The moon landing with that in uh, in like June last year. No, oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, oh yeah, Houston, we have a hoax. That's what. It That's is. it. But yeah. no, they they landed on the moon. I think it was real. Either way. So you said there was there was a couple of people that went out to the moon. How like I mean went out to the moon, went into outer space. The at first least people. two cosmonauts died in the attempts. At least at least two. At least two. So th- is this? Where's that information coming from? So there was a Czech information leak in December of 1959. Uh, a high-ranking Czech communist leaked information about many. Uh, reported unofficial space shots. I like that. Space shots. Yeah. Uh, Alexei Ledevsky was mentioned as being launched inside a converted R5A rocket. <laughs> uh, just putting a guy in, in, in a rocket and, a rocket, and yeah. say, hey, get out there. I mean, that's kind of, it's the 50s. Yes. <laughs> they got nothing else. Uh, three more names of alleged cosmonauts claimed to have perished under similar circumstances. Uh, Andre Mitkov, Sergei Shiborin, and Maria Gromova. So just to let you guys know, there's a lot of Russian names in this episode. And we're probably not going to pronounce them correctly. We're probably going to fuck them all but up. But you know what? That's okay. So listen to us. Push on through. With Lefroig smoking in our bodies. Smoking. Also in 1959, pioneering uh, space theoretician. That's Her- a weird fucking word. Herman Oberth. Don't you think they should just say theorist? I like the- theoretician. A little bit harder to say. It makes it sound like there's more math involved, like a mathematician. No, I gotcha. You're not a mather. <laughs> You're a mathist. I mean, you could be. Right. 
theorist. Yeah, yeah I guess theorist. Either way, her, Oberth, Mr. Oberth. Uh, Herman Oberth claimed that a, a pilot had been killed on a suborbital ballistic flight from Kapustin Yar in 1959. So, like, not getting out of the atmosphere, obviously, right. suborbital, and just right. flying within our atmosphere still but really really fucking high but way the fuck up there yeah uh in december 1959 the italian news agency uh continentale reported yes, it. uh it reported claims that a series of cosmonaut deaths on suborbital flights had been revealed by high-ranking czech communists <laughs> uh they identified the cosmonauts as alexi ladowski serenity Shreborin, yeah, it. Andrej Mitkow, and Maria. Grom- I think that's Maria Gromov, like yeah. you were talking about uh, Gromova. Yeah, like you were talking to the first one, just in the American spelling. But yeah, in Italian spelling instead. So I this is the, the the Czechs were a part. Czechoslovakia is part of the Soviet the Soviet Union, right? Or am I off base? Uh, because I'm trying to figure out what motive they would have in leaking this information or if this like, was an accident. They're way... They're like the f- furthest part of like those Baltic Russian... So uh, they're like further in Europe yeah, than any part of Russia. It's, it's the most Western, Eastern European country. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that was a mouthful, but yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um, but what what motive would they have to leak that? You know what I mean? Unless somebody actually got a hold of something and put it out there, it was like, hey, this happened before the first flight to space happened, type of thing. It it doesn't seem like there would be much motivation from the the checks to like, to leak the information. They stand nothing to gain, but like. It's, it's, they, they stand more to gain from Russia taking an L. Yeah. Than they're like, hey, looky here. They actually weren't. Yeah. They, like, they are killing people by shooting them on <laughs> rockets. Quite literally. That aren't even breaking the atmosphere. Did you, there's, there was another one, I believe in 59. So a year Gagarin what is said to be the first man that's ever been in orbit Orbit. in space and that happened in i believe april of 61 uh now that i look at that um so or i think it was 61 i'm pretty sure yeah smoke yeah fucking got me man um uh so there shouldn't have been anything else that's out in orbit or anything close to that um did you hear about the the high altitude testing that happened? Do tell. There was there was high altitude testing uh, in 1959. Uh, let me see. There was an article and photos of three altitude parachutists. Uh, Peter, I think that's Piotr uh, Dolgov, Ivan Kacher, and that's C A C H. Kachur and Alexei Grak. Grachov. These we're going to be bad. I'm just going by first names now. From now on, I'm not saying last names. So, if I'm stealing people's no, clout you need to or say whatever, the full 
name, Kyle. Dude, do the shitheads really want to hear us butcher a bunch of Russian yes, names? Yes, Pyotr Dolgov. That sounds about right. Ivan Kachur and Alexei Grakchov. All right, now say him in okay. a Russian accent. <laughs> I don't want to do. Pyotr Dolgov, <laughs> Ivan Kachur, Alexei Grakchov. It, it's horrible, but it it's Sounds there. better like that. Well, I mean, it's, that's the language it's meant to be spoken in, so I would assume so. Sorry for my derogatory uh, Russian accent. Stop apologizing. Who gives a fuck? Don't get offended. Russians don't get offended. They don't. don't. They're rough people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> official records state that, you know, well, of course, they go ahead and just use their last names now instead of their first names. Fuckers. Uh, official... That's how citing works, Kyle. Hey, fucking deal with fuck it. Fuck you. Uh, official records state that dog toys are loud. Um... And the official records state that Dolgov was killed November 1st, 1962, while carrying out a high-altitude parachute jump from a Volga balloon gondola. Uh, Dolgov jumped at an altitude of 93,960 feet, which is... Kyle, just... Okay, it's it's 28,640 meters. Okay. That makes more sense to the listeners. We're American. I think. We go by feet. So 30,000 feet is cruising altitude on your regular plane. And at that point, air air's thin. That's roughly 9,000 meters. <laughs> at that point, air's thin. You know what I mean? You can barely breathe. 93,000 feet is in the stratosphere. You're you're on the cusp of space. You need, you need oxygen. You need a suit, damn near. Yeah. Almost a pressurized suit because you're on the cusp of being out of our atmosphere, right on space. Uh, the helmet visors of Dolgov's Skokol Sokol spacesuit Sokol whatever that is Sokol spacesuit hit part of the gondola as he exited depressurizing the suit and killing oh, him <laughs> so <laughs> that's the perfect sound for that right at the top just bam okay you're dead immediately and then he just fought you would just fall all the way down. 92, That's How it. long would it take for you to fall from fucking 2,800 meters? Well, it's a long fucking ways. It would take... It, that would be... That'd be a very long, long descent. I don't even... Yeah, you think, like, usually what do you skydive from, what, 10,000? 20,000 feet? I don't know. Something I've never like been that. skydiving. But it's usually pretty... We should go skydiving. I want to go skydiving, but I don't think my legs will help me in that. That's okay. That. You only need your legs for the landing. Yeah, the landing's the pretty part. fucking important. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. You can just fucking, like... You know how you pick up, like, a, a toddler and they don't want to be picked up? So they do oh, like I can rubber leg? Yeah. I can rubber leg it? Just do and that. Just, yeah. yeah. And be like, help. Just, yep. just slide in on you as long as you bring it in nice and graceful like oh dude you know it'd be dumb you remember Plus, that your first time you're with the instructor you're strapped to him anyway. you remember that old you remember the uh power rangers movie with like yeah! ivan ooze i can put a snowboard that's, on my feet i know that one because they're playing higher ah, ground yeah yeah, yeah that, that's it like, can, dude they put a snowboard on my feet and just come in Dude, that was the coolest opening uh, to any White movie Ranger? ever. Oh, man. Tommy killing it. Anyways, anyway. uh, 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 Catcher, 
I'm just going to call him Catcher now. Catcher. Catcher uh, uh, is known to have disappeared around this time. Catcher. <laughs> His name became linked w- uh, to this equipment. Uh, Grachov is thought to have been involved with uh, Dolgovs and Kachur in the testing of high altitude equipment. Uh, Russian journalist, uh, that's a hard name to say. Yaroslav. Yaroslav. The last name, not even going for it. Golovanov. You're you're a Russian name expert, apparently. Apparently. Because I don't want to butcher Golovinov? these. Golovanov, like Stroganov. But you, know. you got it. <laughs> uh, so Stroganov suggested that the high altitude <laughs> testing <laughs> was exaggerated in a story that those parachutists died on a space flight um, in 1959. So this isn't exactly going in line with what we're saying here, or at least what you're saying that there was people beforehand. Right. So the uh, Stroganov says that it was actually it was actually high altitude testing. That was happening, and it was mistaken that these people died on they were they died on space flights, even though it was just high altitude testing for I don't know suits or something. Died. Yes, and in night in late 1959, uh, a newspaper, Russian newspaper, Ogonoik, that's what it looks like. Ogonoik carried uh, pictures of a man identifying as Gennady. Zavadovsky Zavadovsky yep testing high altitude equipment perhaps with Grachov and others Zavadovsky would later appear on this list of dead cosmonauts without a date of death or accident description cover up well it could be a cover up but he he was on he was on the list of cosmonauts when it could have just actually been high altitude testing but they called them cosmonauts because they were just the idea is to get them into yeah but they were up there testing suits but after the high altitude testing and if everything went well they would be cosmonauts right they'd use the same personnel it seems like all these fuckers died though the only one that stayed alive I believe was uh Couture and he was he disappeared shit and they weren't even promised a Corvette nothing not like Buzz not like Neil nothing they weren't promised shit and they, well, it was in the Soviet Union. It was communist. It was like, well, we work for you. You work for us type of thing. Yeah. It's like everything is everybody's. It's, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's, yeah. Your uh, sacrifice small, one life. <laughs> uh, Glovinov, who researched the cosmonauts, claims in his book, Cosmonaut Number 1, found and interviewed the real Alexei, that's a hell of a name, Timofeyevich. Uh a retired high-altitude parachutist in an interview, uh, Belikanov revealed more about his colleagues, uh, uh, Dolgov, Kachur, and Mikhailov, basically stating that uh, they never flew to space. And according to the author in 63, um, the cosmonauts were just parachutists. They were literally just testing spacesuits, and they were just at a very high altitude, which is on the cusp of space. But they never actually never went. Actually they went never actually space. went to space, even though each of these people that I horrendously butchered every single one of the names is on the list of dead cosmonauts at the time. So this is completely the opposite of what 
the theory is basically stating. It's just like the people that went to space, quote unquote, okay. actually didn't go to space. They were just up there testing high altitude equipment. All right, well, check this out, okay? Robert Heinlein in 1960, uh, he's, a, he's an author. He wrote in his article, uh, Pravada Means Truth. On May Robert, 15th Robert of Heinlein looks like, sounds like he's German or something. You got all the easy to pronounce shit. Oh, excuse me. While traveling in Vilnius, <laughs> a, uh, in in Soviet Lithuania, he was told by Red Army cadets that the Soviet Un- Union had launched a human into orbit that day. It's <laughs> just like go on, buddy. In 1960, but later that same day. It was denied by officials. So. That. That's fishy. So. Korab Sputnik 1. Was an orbital launch. Later said to be uncrewed. And that the retro rockets had fired in the wrong altitude. Making recovery efforts unsuccessful. Yeah. All right. So this is 1960. Yes. in a U.S. press conference... 1960. Right. A, a year before May Gregarian. May 15th, 1960. Yeah, a year before uh, yeah. Gregarian. Okay. U.S. press conference on February 23rd, 1962. Colonel Barney Oldfield revealed that an uncrewed space capsule had been orbiting Earth since 1960. It had become jammed into... The Black Knight satellite. ...into a uh, booster rocket. Not the Black Knight satellite. Oh, that's a different episode. Okay, yeah, that is yeah. a different episode. <laughs> According to uh, NASA's master log, uh, Corval Sputnik <laughs> One. Dude, that just so reminded me of like Star Trek, Star Date, nineteen seventy-two. <laughs> like fucking master the master log. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> Corable Spugnik 1, designated at the time 1KP or Vostok 1P, did launch on May 15, 1960, one year before Gagarin. Uh, It was a prototype of the later Zenit and Vostok launch vehicles. Mm -hmm. The onboard uh, TDU, which is the braking uh, engine unit, had ordered the retro rockets to fire to recover, but due to malfunction of the, no, so he just kept fucking going. <laughs> but due to malfunction of the attitude control system, the spacecraft was oriented upside down, and the firing put the craft into higher orbit. So, <laughs> and not, that guy got fucked. Yeah, not only that, the reentry capsule lacked a heat shield. So, oh, so yeah, because there's yeah. no plans to recover. No, it was unmanned. Oh, gotcha. Allegedly, yeah, 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 yeah. right. And there are no plans to recover it. So engineers had planned to use the vessel's telemetry data. Telemetry. Telemetry, telemetry, insurance, insurance, whatever. <laughs> to uh, They were going to use the telemetry data, telemetry data <laughs> to determine. Fuck thought, you, man. I, thought you did I don't even care. I thought you did it on purpose <laughs> that time just to fuck with me. <laughs> the vessel's. Say it. I'm not even here. I'm, I'm telemetry data oh, to gotcha. determine if the guidance system <laughs> Say it. had functioned correctly. So recovery was pretty much an unnecessary since they were going to yeah. use the So you wouldn't need heat shields because there's yeah. no reentry. In a U.S. Or, yeah. 
Yeah. So they would need. Yeah. You would just need. Sense. You just need like the black box. You need that to be recoverable, yeah. and everything and else it. you don't need. Just to figure out if that specific thing is going to get mm-hmm. you into orbit. Because before the days of SpaceX, rockets weren't reused. So they successfully got something into orbit a year before Gagarin went. It unmanned, but right. what we're talking about here is there's lost cosmonauts. There is people that were supposedly in space before Gagarin. If you're racing to the moon and you've already gotten a prototype mm-hmm. up that into works. orbit, yes. and you know it's in orbit mm-hmm. because you have the, te- the telemetry data, mm-hmm. telemetric data, then how hard is it to put a seed in there? Well, you have to you have to do other and calculations. Add a heat shield. You have to do other calculations because adding a heat shield adds a lot of weight. Adding a hundred and fifty pound Soviet human adds mines. weight. They're communists. Everything's for the good of the people. It's probably not right? too far off. Yeah. It's for the populace. It's probably they not all too come f- together and they figure the shit out. Yeah. It's probably not too far off. They could they could probably figure that out fairly easily after already sending something into space. What I don't get is were the people the lost cosmonauts were they the people that they sent on these missions that ended up being a failure and would the I guess the real question is would the failure be detrimental to the Soviets in the space race and or the Cold War like if the US found out that oh yeah they sent a bunch of people to space but they weren't ever to get they weren't able to get them back they all died would that be detrimental to the Soviets uh, during that time to admit that they fucked up? I, like, would the U.S. be like, ha ha, you can't do it? Here's the problem I have with the theory is that it wouldn't have been detrimental for a couple people to die, them trying to get them to space. It's, they knew what they were getting it's into. It's testing, and yeah, maybe you know it wasn't ready or whatever, but yeah. for them to cover it up, that doesn't make much sense to me unless they were like, unless maybe they, they wanted it to be perfect. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Unless it was detrimental for them to have that fuck up beforehand. Like the U S would have been like, Oh, well they're not successful a couple of times either. They haven't figured it out that, that will motivate them. If, if, if the U S knew that they wouldn't be as in as much of a rush to get to space. Right, because they don't they don't want to put their people at risk, and no. then it would have halted well it, all space uh, adventures. It might have done ongoing the, because people are dying. It might have done the opposite though, because they're like, wait, they haven't got there yet. We still got a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what they did because they covered it all up because they didn't think they'd yeah. gotten there yet. Yeah, and then they put. I think it would have been beneficial to be like, oh well. This is our only our first manned mission uh, in orbit, and here he is, and he's alive. One hundred percent successful. Exactly, we did, it. we did and, it, guys. And then the U.S. No would have been like, all. "Oh fuck!" Well, they got something figured out. Nothing and, wrong over here. Yeah, exactly. And the U.S. was probably like, "Well, a couple of years ago, we probably would have killed some people if we sent them." Up there. <laughs> There's a bunch of people just floating out yeah, in space. Right. You know what I mean? And the Soviets don't care because it's communist, so they could just grab somebody and be like, "Come on." You're doing this. Hey, this is your mission. It was. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? I'm pretty sure in the U.S. somebody has to volunteer. But I'm I'm pretty sure somebody did volunteer. Like, 
who wouldn't want to be the first man in space or woman in Me. space for that fucking matter? I don't want to be the first person to do most of anything because I want to see how it goes first. Like the okay, you're down on your luck. You got nothing else going for you other than you're pretty much well, if uh, they, engineering whiz. If they promise me a Corvette, then yeah, I might go. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? But it's it's one of the, like the space cowboys. The mission, the mission to Mars, not the mission to Mars, but the Elon Musk how he's trying to terraform Mars and and have a colony on Mars, and SpaceX is gonna build a BFG or it's BFR. And a big get, fucking rocket. That's exactly what it stands for. Um, and get to uh, Mars, and it's supposed to be man. There's seats that are on there, um, and there's this Chinese billionaire that bought all the seats on the first flight. Yeah, he bought all the seats on the first flight. I wouldn't be that guy. You know what I mean? Like it'd be cool to be the first person out there, but I want to make sure they have it down to a science, especially if it's something like that. Like I want to make sure that. SpaceX knows exactly what they're doing. It's going to take me nine months to get to uh, Mars, and they have the exact amount of uh, provisions that I need in order to get there, and nothing's going to fuck up on the way there. They've done it multiple times. I don't want to be the guy, the guinea pig. I want to be like, let's see if this works, and die on the way there. I want to know it works and then get there type of thing. It's like like the Wright brothers. They were ballsy to figure out, like, yeah, I'm going to fly. You know what I mean? No, I want to know I can fly. Not like, yeah, I think this is going to work. This might work. Yeah. One of those ty- like type fucking, of things. Like uh, the bicycle plane with the, like 18 yeah, the wings spiral or whatever. Thing. They had that one with the spiral on it. Like, well, that was a Da Vinci was machine. Da Vinci, yeah. But I mean, still, that's that's crazy. Basically a helicopter today. I'm I'm sure they inspired the design yeah. of a helicopter by doing da that. Da Vinci was a fucking genius. Imagine what that guy could have done if he lived for longer. Or if imagine if he lived in our age. If he lived right now. In the present, and we had a With Da Vinci. With all the technology available. Yeah, and we had a Da Vinci. Imagine what he could do. We'd probably have Elon Musk. <laughs> you know, but like I think Da Vin- I I don't want to. I don't want to discount Da Vinci like that because I'm yeah. sure Da Vinci was much smarter than Elon Musk, especially for his time. Nobody was thinking the way that he was thinking. No. He was definitely cutting edge, thinking of futuristic things, but. If he had today's technology, he would think along the same lines and try to do that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like he he wasn't a simple person. Like he he, no. he that that he was crazy. Yeah, he was crazy. Well, in the good way, he, in yeah. the good sense, right? He was like good crazy. Yeah, crazy. That's fine. Crazy. I'm good right. with good crazy. Yeah, <laughs> there's a couple of people out there like yeah. that, and they make the world better in most like cases. Like people that are ridiculously positive, they're crazy. But that's okay. Hey, don't don't talk about me like it's that. It's a positive. You are you are a very positive about, person. I know, but I, that's what I'm saying. Because you think the Raiders are gonna make it every year? No, no, no. This is where you and the rest of my friends get this construed. I don't think that that's gonna happen every year. I'm just optimistic about things. Got a good team, man. Yeah. Hunter Renfro is the shit. No, 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 no. no you're way off base because I've never once said those things. I I talked up Josh Jacobs. And things like that. You but never once talked of Hunter Renfro? After he made a touchdown pass. A touchdown One catch, touchdown catch. Or he had four. he's the shit. Four, no, that's not true. He had as many as Odell Beckham Jr. Did he sure did. Time. Therefore, he's better than Odell Beckham Jr. There, I'll talk him up since you want me to do it. There you go. There, I'll do it. All right. But fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what... 
what other evidence is there besides so, like okay. there there's a list of yeah. of cosmonauts that they say they could have just used cosmonauts okay. as a as so we, high altitude testing term. Yeah, we talked about the high altitude testing and their suborbital yes. stuff. Yeah. Uh we'll talk about their moonshots. No. That sounds like a porno term. It's a baseball term, right? Moonshots. Well, it like also sounds yeah. Long home run. Yeah, or you but hit if you want to make it a high home dirty. Run. Well, I mean, you know, here's what so, it is. The Soviet Union lost the crude moon landing phase of the space race because the U.S. beat them. Right. However, some sources claim that just before Apollo 11 landed to the moon, the Soviets yeah. undertook an attempt to beat the Americans. So, well, no shit. That's what everybody was trying to do at that point. <laughs> let me talk, Kyle. Despite the unsuccessful first launch of the N1 rocket in 1969, there was a decision made to send a crude Soyuz 7K Crude, like, like, crude, like, C R U E D or like crude C R E W E D C R E W E D like people on the motherfucker. Gotcha. Uh, that craft was to go to the moon using an N one rocket. This attempt is alleged to have occurred on July third, nineteen sixty nine. Sixty nine. Um, when it ended in an explosion destroying the launch pad and killing the cosmonauts on board. Oh, that's fun. Kind of like, uh, what was that, Discovery? or what, Yeah, what, something like that. It was um, one of the Apollos, actually. Apollo what? 6 or 7. And then there was there was one later. Like, they were going to Discovery, go to Discovery, like, burned. Yeah, they were going to the space station. On re-entry. No, they, they were going to go to the space station, and it blew up, like, on the launch pad, and fucking boom. That was recently. That was in our lifetime. Yeah. But I forgot. I don't know if it was Discovery. It was something else, but whatever. O- official sources stated that craft was not ready for crewed missions. Its lunar lander, the LK, had been tested a few times, but its orbiter, the 7K LOK, had not been successfully tested by the closing of the moon landing program by 1974. So they went with subpar so, product. Yeah. The the closing of the program was officially denied and maintained top secret until 1989. So they were even though they could have been in space before well they were in space before us. They technically yeah. had the first person they, if you're counting Gregarin. They were just like, "Okay, we have an idea. Let's do it." And it wasn't like right. Not not testing everything, yeah. you know, not not going about it uh, as far as like the OSHA way to go. Yeah, about well, it, you right? like, the OSHA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we had we had a secret weapon. We had our Project Paperclip. Well, and you know, they had they had a few. Yeah. Also, but we took we like, had we, we had no we had von Braun, which was we, the yeah, one. Yeah, we went skull and bones and took like the the best and brightest. Yeah, we had Werner von Braun who created the Saturn V rocket that got us to the moon. So we had smarter engineers on our team, even though they were Nazis, uh, helping us get the technology to get to the moon. So at that at that point, the U.S. was just more technologically advanced, even though the Soviets had done it before us. Right. Um, did you hear about... Oh, I forgot what it was. The Dujisa... 
Judicia Cordelia brothers? No. So do tell. There's uh, this is in the full swing of the space race, right in the middle of the Cold War. Weren't they, wait, weren't Cooper they, uh, starts they were, barking. They were like uh, radio operators. Right? They were Italian brothers. Uh, Italians. Italian brothers. So, uh, oh, Cordiglia. Cord- yeah, it all makes sense. Cord- Cordelia? Cordelia? Cordiglia? Yeah, Cordiglia. whatever. The Judici- D- Judica? I think that's what it's called. Cordiglia, Cordiglia. brothers. The uh, Cordiglia family. <laughs> the Cordiglia. The sons of. <laughs> the sons of one of Europe's uh, most foremost pathologists, which I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily relevant information but you know is what it is yeah uh set up a listening post which probed the cosmos and successfully tracked all early american and soviet unmanned satellites so they they like you said they they were basically radio operators and they were sending out uh signals and getting signals back and kind of like how the hubble telescope works it's not yeah. A physical, like a visual telescope. It's a radio telescope. Off the radio waves, yeah. we're able to detect what's happening. Uh, same way that they they set out the their their viewing, I guess. Uh, the location of the satellite proved particularly suitable for the reception of Soviet space vehicles, which regu- regularly overflew northern Italy during the approach to the Soviet tracking centers in the Caucasus. Like Caucasus Mountains in, in Western Europe, yeah, or Eastern Europe. Uh, using an array of advanced equipment, the two young Italians soon learned which radio frequencies to monitor and how to predict the overfly times of various space probes. So at this time, the Soviet and the Americans were just they were pumping out basically these test flights just to get back as much data as possible in order to get out there. So right. they were able to predict the flight patterns and when they were going into low orbit or when the rockets were happening, they were being shot off and things like that. And mm-hmm. when the returns were, um, uh, which got, uh, on earth on one day, early 1961 weeks before, uh, Gagarin's epic space flight, Instead of the usual beeping tones, which they had become accustomed to hearing, they were startled by the sound which signaled the new chapter in the history of mankind. This is, I'm taking this straight from a website. I forgot to cite it, so I'll probably get in trouble for that. That's fine. But, you know, these aren't my words. That's why they sound like this. That's what attorneys are for. <laughs> we don't have one, so. Not yet. <laughs> We'll need one after this. As soon as we get slapped with that first lawsuit, we'll get one. Sorry, type of thing. Probably won't be a good one, but that's okay. You know. uh, They were startled by the sound. It basically is a new chapter of mankind. Uh, They're in their listening center, and Tori Burt is the area that they were in. Uh, Tori Birch? Tori Birch, the purse designer. these the two young men heard clearly and unequivocally. Uh, I can't say that word. You could say unequivocally. It. Uh, the beat of a failing heart in the last gasping breaths of a dying cosmonaut. So this is weeks before the Gregarian flight. They set up their their radio signals and they were able to tap in on I guess a comms unit that 
uh, was happening on this uh, on this manned space flight at this point, mm-hmm. and they were they heard a heartbeat that was petering out, and this guy struggling for breath in Damn. in in space at this point. And I don't know if this recording, I've, I'm pretty sure this recording's not out there available for you just to hear. But these two claimed to have evidence of manned space flight before Gagarin's successful return a couple of weeks later. Right. So there is some type of actual scientific merit to these claims, not just like, oh, they mistaken high altitude flights right. for this. There was actually two guys that were just monitoring the situation, just kind of, I guess, for fun. I don't know if they were doing it for any other purposes, mm-hmm. just to be like, hey, these guys are going to space. This is interesting. Right. Let's see. They accidentally caught somebody dying out there, which we don't know how far away they were. They could have been in in the stratosphere Couldn't still. Have been too, too far. But... I mean, I'm sure we could still pick up radio frequencies from the space station. Yeah. You know what I mean? And technically, Definitely. they're in space. So, I mean, that's not far off base for him to pick that up, you know? So, yeah. that's that, that to me is the most, da- not damning evidence, but the most feasible as to how I, like, I could see this that's like something your smoking happening. gun to you. Yeah, th- that's what I can see. Like they're like just some guys that are trying to monitor this stuff. They're like, wait, this that guy's dying out there, and that was weeks before the Gagarin flight even right. happened. So, for me, the smoking gun becomes Vladimir Illusion. The smoking gun, Vladimir Illusion. Who the hell's that guy? One of the cosmonauts that was I named earlier. Yeah, I know. He's the son of uh, Soviet airplane designer uh, Sergei Lushin. Uh He was a Soviet pilot and is reported to have been a cosmonaut, alleged by some to have actually been the first man in space. Mm. April 7th, 1961. Yeah, but, I mean... Which is about five days yeah. before Yuri... Who's he alleged Which, by, though? Because th- this guy could be just doing it for the clout, trying to get It's famous. alleged by some. <laughs> some. They're very reputable source. So Some. Let me get into it, okay? So, two days before Gagarin's launch, uh, Dennis Ogden wrote in a Western Communist newspaper entitled The Daily Worker that Soviet Union... That sounds like a fucking communist newspaper yeah, if I ever Daily heard one. Daily Worker. <laughs> The Daily Proletariat. <laughs> so, uh, there was an announcement by the Soviet Union that Illusion had been involved in a serious car crash, but mm-hmm. it was really a cover story for an April 7th uh, orbital space flight gone wrong. Um, there was a similar story mm-hmm. told by a French broadcaster, broadcaster uh, but his version had the launch occurring in March, resulting in Illusion slipping into a coma. What the hell? Okay. So the fact that the two stories don't coincide about his death yeah. is kind of alarming. Uh, no- North American Aerospace Defense Command, known as NORAD, uh, tracking stations had no record of the launch. Later that year, the U.S. World Report transmitted uh, the rumor by claiming that Gagarin had never flown and was merely a stand-in for the sickened illusion. 
Oh, so basically, Illusion was the guy that went in place of Gregarin, and Gregarin right. was just conscious, so he was the face. Right. But that, I mean, that had claim... had a guy in orbit, but he... But he died in orbit, and the fucking thing came back, and then they just said Gagarin was in it the entire time. So could Illusion be the guy that the Italians heard? Maybe. Dying in space? Could be. It's plausible. In the 1999 film, The Cosmonaut Cover-Up, it's... Reputable source. Yeah. It's a movie, so, you know, it happened. It takes the position that Lucian was the first man in space and discusses uh, the cover-up in detail. They say that, according to recently classif- declassified documents, Lucian was placed in a capsule uh, named R- Rossia, and That's the it. secret flight took place in the early hours of the morning on April 7th. After a guy April seventh, val- which is what it's like five days before yeah, Gagarin's April flight. April twelfth was yep. Gagarin's flight. After a guidance malfunction, the cosmonaut is reported to have made an unguided crash landing in China. Too critically injured to announce the mission a complete success. Yeah. He was just captured by the Chinese, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, that you said that earlier. It, yeah. it was reported that he was taken by the Chinese and basically the Russian, the Soviets, right. uh, swept it under the rug at that point. Um, I mean, that that coincides really well with the Italians, what the Italians said. About a week before Gregarin went to space, they heard a failing heartbeat and uh, a cosmonaut's last breath. Obviously, they don't know who the hell that is, and it could have very well been but illusion. See, it seems like he may have survived, though. I mean, yeah, it, was a, it was a failed mission either well, way. Well, I mean, like, they could have just heard something, you know what I mean? And Cause, Because they don't know exactly what's happening. He could have been, like, his heart beating slow and then re-entered orbit really quickly and was able to recover. To crash landing, though. Yeah, I know, which is crazy. But, you know... Yeah, I, I'm. Anything could be possible at that point. Like, they could have sent anybody into space beforehand. There could have been plenty of failed uh, missions before Gregarin actually came back su- successfully. But my my only gripe is what what would they get from covering up that. They, other than being like, oh, we're perfect. We were one for one, batting a thousand. What would they cover up by not telling their failed missions? They actually, they made it to space before the Americans. They were in orbit before the Americans. And they had people in space before the Americans. Those are all wins. Granted, they didn't come back successfully. Yeah. But they, they were in space. They did orbit. And something happened on the reentry. Yes, that's sad. I can see the Russian people being, uh, well, they're not Russians at that point. The Soviet people being uh, upset that they're just taking people and and basically killing them on something that's not ready. But, I mean, in the context of the Cold War and the space race, is is, is there really something to gain from lying about 
sending people to space and having a failed mission. I, I'm sure you could just be like the same thing. We sent these people well, out, and here's my thing: it, there, <clears throat> there's no problem with you having a failed mission if you're trying to get like you're in a space yeah. race. You're gonna fail a couple times. Yeah, you're not gonna you be there. perfect. That's okay. Yeah. Like it, it sucks. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. I mean it's. You don't want people sending, to die, but you're you know? sending one person at a time. Like, yeah, in the grand scheme be, of things, not not to be too much of a cynic, but like one life. Well, no, in the three gra- lives, in the grand in scheme the grand of things, scheme? that one person is actually progressing technology by dying more than he would have if he stayed it's, on Earth. It's you know a what I mean? Noble sacrifice is basically yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's morbid to talk about it in that sense, but if uh, he hadn't gone into space and they knew it failed, there's no way that they would have been able to make the corrections to make it right the next time. Right. You know what I mean? And there's there's only one way to figure that out because if you send a dog or a chimp out there, they're, they're different physiologies, even though chimps are very similar to what uh, us, us higher apes are, you know? Um, it still would have been a little bit different than actually having a person that can function with controls and things like that, trying to get back. Chimps can function with controls though. Yeah. But I, how, but how efficient are they going to be compared to a human? That's like, okay, you got to hit this button. And then at this time you got to, a lot of thought went into putting the first chimp into space. Yeah. There's, a lot of yeah, chimps were out there before humans were. Who gives a shit yeah. about these guys? <laughs> right, for real. What about, of the apes. Yeah. What about Bobo, the first guy that went out there? I don't know Fucking, if that's his name. I just made I that up. I don't think that's his name. I'm pretty a sure lot it's went not. Into like developing the chair that he was going to sit. Like they really didn't want him to press one button. Yeah. And they weren't sure how to get him to not press it. And just screw it's, things it's up. It's easy to instruct somebody to do something. But instructing them to not do it, just ask God. It's really tough. Well, you to know, tell people to not do something. Yeah, you got a button that says "Don't it, press this." You, you know, say, somebody's going to press do it. it. Someone's going to be like, "Well, no, fuck you. I want to." It's the curious mind, yeah. right? And who has a more curious mind than a chimpanzee? That's why there's books called Curious George. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Monkeys are curious. I don't know if he's a chimp, but does he have a tail? If he has a tail, he's not a chimp. He does have a tail. Then curious he's, George then he's a monkey. A He's, He's a, a monkey. monkey. That's the difference. But the chip, though, I mean, what they did was they placed the chair so that he couldn't fucking press that button. Yeah, they're, they probably should have just strapped his hands down. And Why is there super a button cruel. if you don't want him to press it? That's my thing. They, they're trying to test the chimp's will. You no, know? You're not doing they're, that at the same time as yeah, trying to no. send a chimp to space. You send him to space, and this you is don't how need we're to test gonna... his will if he's going to space pretty much to die. Like, if you kill a chimp, big. I mean, yeah, people are going to be sad with big fucking wolf, right? Um, Curious George is a chimp because there's no tail. There is a tail. Don't bump into my computer. There's no tail. There's no tail on Curious George? I'm fucking shook right now. There's no tail. He's a are you chimp. serious? He's a chimp. Look how tall he is next to the yellow hat man. I don't know what the guy's name is. <laughs> the yellow hat man. <laughs> no, the one where they're side by side. Yeah, on the that left. One? No, on my left. That one. That one. Well, that one's... Why are they the same size? That's are, scary. Those are Halloween costumes. I don't want to see you, Curious George that large. Those are two adults in a Halloween costume. That is pretty scary, that scares though. scares the shit out yeah. of me. But no, Curious George is a chimp. So, I mean, they could have shot Curious George up into space. Speaking of that. 
<laughs> oh, it's Soviet George. It's a picture, and he's got one of those wool caps on with the with a hammer and sickle. He's got a bomber hat on <laughs> with a, a fucking 1911 in his hand with a hammer and sickle on it, and and a joint hanging out of his mouth. Beautiful. I think that's a joint, but I I think it's very feasible that they sent somebody else out into space. Before Yuri Gagarin, and I think they just publicized Gagarin's uh, mission because it was the first successful mission That's in what I orbit. Think as well. um, but the thing that I don't understand is why there's such a massive cover up because this is nowhere. Like there's Look, there's nowhere that says like oh well, this guy, this guy, and this guy went into space before Gagarin, but they didn't come back successfully in the mission. Even if they did. Even lived. if you did crash land, you still want to. You'd be like, "Look, we did it." Yeah, we got Just some. Crash, we, we got something to work on. We did it. We got something to work on, but we did it. That's why I don't get what the like. If illusion, I think that's how you say his name. If illusion, illusion, uh, illusion, uh, did come back successfully. And he, well, technically, it's successful if he comes back with his life. So if he came back and he's living, but he got captured by the Chinese. Even though he had to crash land, that's technically a successful trip to space. Even though that's how I feel. the equipment may have malfunctioned and they got things to work on, he went to space and he came back. So I don't see why they would cover it up and, and be like, nope, unless they wanted to, unless the Cold War, I mean, I wasn't alive then, unless the Cold War was really that pressing and it was there was pressure to be absolutely perfect in order to intimidate the u.s right at that point you know like what the hell's the point of lying about uh oh well we went there and he came back but he crash landed but he's alive you know like what, what's the point of covering like, it up i don't know if or even had, your like, unsuccessful attempts the perception of the soviet union was so bad like worldwide yeah nobody nobody wanted to be associated with them nobody mm-hmm. you know that they have a really shitty reputation already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You couple that with sending people to space with faulty fucking equipment yeah. that you know you haven't tested. They'd probably put out propaganda saying that That's they forced good, them to do it. Right. Which, I mean, they may as well. They might have. You know what I but, mean? But, you know, and if I'm doing something and I make a couple mistakes, I'll wait till I get it right to tell somebody I did it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Right. Well, if whether that's any any but little project, see, the thing is, I what I don't get. It could be just because of the way I am. Once I get it, once I do it successfully, that's when I would share it with people. Yeah, that's when I'd be like, but, oh, I know how to do this. Yeah, I would share it with people, yeah. but I would also have a good laugh at sharing the stuff that I fucked up on. Yeah, because it's just like one person to another. But if you're yeah. a country. Yeah, but you don't really like st- to share your st- fuck ups. Yeah, I, I assume like a, a mil- great deal of pride militaries, goes into a country. Militaries are like that a lot. Even yeah. the, even though you could have been like, well, Dugov, whatever the fuck that guy's name was, uh, it made a made a a honorable sacrifice to the greater good of the Soviet Union by participating in this experiment it may have not gone his way but he is a key piece in in us 
becoming successful in this. Exactly. You know what I mean? But they didn't do any of that. They're just like, nope, Gagarin was the first guy out right. there and like, the first guy that did it. And they, he, they were just successful. afraid of any little failure. bit of failure. Yeah. Because that meant, because failure would mean that you lost. Because the cold, the cold uh, war the cold was war, so subjective. Yeah, like it's the propaganda would have looked because there's horrible. no actual numbers yeah. because no one's actually dying, nobody's getting killed yeah. or whatever. It's all about perception. Yeah, the cold war was so, fucking crazy. So obviously the it's a big I, pu- publicity like lead war. Like if yeah. you took any L as a country, you were losing the cold war. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. That may, that makes so much more sense, yeah. Because, yeah, you wouldn't want to do. Yeah, we sent him out there, buddy died, type of thing. You wouldn't right. want to. Yeah, it was like, oh well, the, the U.S. is going to beat us, even though the Russians may been a, may have been the first ones to do it, and the mm-hmm. U.S. did it. I don't know. Let's say uh, two months later, but they did it successfully. Right. That that would still be taken as an L in in Cold War terms. Exactly. So yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. So I mean, I I I would think it's dumb to 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 think, kind of like how it would be ridiculous to think that there's no other life in the universe. Like the universe is so big, there's something else out there. Whether or not they visit us is a different story. There's something else out there. Yeah. It would have been dumb to think that the Russians, or even the U.S. for that matter. I think the U.S. just covered it up better. There was unsuccessful missions. Prior to Yuri Gagarin being the first one to orbit and come back successfully. Yes. You know what I mean? The The U.S. probably did it and they probably killed just as many people as the Russians did in failed attempts to do such. Yeah. But it it's probably just covered up because, like you said, the public perception would have been like devastating at that time. It was like, exactly. oh, well, we're fucked. The, the Cold War was... Yeah. At that point, it, it's... It would be foolish to think that there wasn't somebody else out there before Gregarin. There, there's somebody else that got shot into space and died in space. There's some guy floating right. around out there still. That <laughs> was technically the first guy in space, but he never came back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. They're lost. We may never know their names because of the fucking stupid Cold War, but good on you guys because now we could fly in the space we could fly into space and now we have an international space station and we've been to the moon and all that it, with it your contribution a, a valuable sacrifice and we appreciate it yeah couldn't pronounce your name worth a goddamn and we can't pronounce goddamn either so I think we should stop drinking maybe okay it is only 2pm okay alright alright we out late